in my heart to discuss with you today is very deep and it will take me a long time to bring you to the knowledge of it and I looked at my wristwatch I'm hearing ambience take care of that and get your gain down with your master I look at my wristwatch and I'll be traveling tomorrow morning and so I will not be going too deep into it but I will introduce you to it during last week the power of God rocked this place down Every day was tremendous visitation. I want to say to all of you who are members of CFT, especially those of you who are in London, where I am, to take God very serious and to take my words as the words of God, the very God who appeared unto me. It is impossible on earth for me to speak the word of God without God attending to the word I speak. It is not possible. It cannot happen as long as I breathe. And because of that, who is the word for? For those who come to hear. When he testifies to himself, who is blessed? Blessed are those who hear the word. On Thursday, one of the things God said was that if you go check the table and I began to pray for you, I began to prophesy. And the Lord said, there is no one under my voice who was said to be an expectant mother or barren that will remain barren by next year. I'm not praying now, I'm telling you what I said. By the Spirit of God, one of my sons called me today and told me he wasn't here. But when I finished that prayer, I said that, including those who are not here now. He had a dream, and on that dream, he is also expecting from the Lord. On that dream, it is the angel of the Lord that appeared to him and told him directly that he, he, he tapped him at the back and said, by next year your wife will bring forth the child and then he told him some other things and he haven't spoken to this intruder who intruded his house in the dream he said somebody came into his sitting room so he came out from his bedroom to warn who is this person I didn't invite I came to my sitting room and as he was going out to look to the door the person tapped him at the back he was in his front and yet he was in his back. He can be no one by my master. And he speaks in different dialects. He is the Lord himself. And he said to him, Tell your wife next year, after the anointing service on site, you know, then, and he said, And for you, and he told him some instruction. And in that encounter, 
he now went into the room to tell his wife what he was just told in the sitting room. You tell me that's a dream, and I tell you that's the vision of the night. I didn't hear that before God spoke to me on Thursday and said, tell them. I told you yesterday the testimony of what happened through the tape of Thursday in Nigeria, where they played it on Sunday, and Amroba was arrested by the power of the Mosah. And I've said that because many people were not under that unction, this Sunday, that tape will be played again. That tape that was played on Sunday, that tape that was played on Sunday, uh, on a Thursday that we administered, is Operating in the Power of the Spirit. That's the title. Operating in the Power of the Spirit. But I'll tell you this, let me give you some breakdown, and I think I'll just speak for about 15 minutes. Because you have been so fed this week, even if I don't preach at all today, if you go and work on what you have had last week, it's in, till yesterday, it's enough to liberate a prisoner. Anybody bound by Satan, they hear it, they'll be loose instantly. And what I told you during that period is that God anointed Jesus. Jesus anointed you and Holy Ghost empowered you. And we look at the book of Acts chapter 10, 38, which says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power and how he went about good, around being good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. And I took you straight away to your own anointing. In the book of John 1, 8, Jesus says, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And from that place, we recognize that you do not fast for the power of God. That's why those who go away to fast, praying for power, they never come back with anything. Because the power of God does not come by fasting. It comes by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you pray, and you are a God seeker. That is what validates your prayer to be, to be received. If you are a person who seeks God truly in your heart, as in Psalm 145, when you pray, your prayer is answered on high, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you. But the amazing thing here is that Jesus said it to all of us. And the scripture that validates that is chapter 17 of John, verse 18. Because some people can say that this Acts 1 8 was talking to the apostles. Okay? But then in John 17 18, he says, Jesus said, As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctified myself that they may they too may be truly sanctified. And then he went further in verse 20 to say, My prayer is not for them, them alone. I pray also for those who will be believed, who will believe in me through their message. And that is you and I. Anybody who will believe through the message of the apostles who were there, Jesus said, I pray for them also. Yes? And this is the prerequisite before he now began to say, you will receive power. So when Jesus, anything Jesus said to the apostles, this is the scripture that tells you that Jesus meant not only the apostles, but all who will believe through them. That is you saints of God. 
But something interesting in that situation, Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, I have sent you too. Yes? And how did the Father send Jesus? Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Spirit and with power. Which means you can put your name, how God anointed Alfred with Holy Spirit and with power. I think somebody will say that after me. How God anointed... I can't hear you again. Because Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I have transferred it to you. Are we together now? Okay. If he said that, let's look at the next verse. I will pray for us. In verse 21, he says, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are, you are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. In other words, let all of them be in us, so that they can operate like us, and then the world will believe. Anybody in Christ operate like Jesus Christ. Remember the philosophy or the phenomena of you are, I am the light of the world as long as I am in the world. And then he says, you are the light of the world after I have gone. And what he did was he gave sight to the blind and so you can give sight to the blind. Go together now. So Jesus was saying there that As the Father has sent me, I have sent you. But you, it is your duty to be in us so that you can manifest like us. And so the, the, the problem with believers is that a lot of us are hypocrites. We are not in Him. I told you the other time, you can imagine somebody, a member of Christ with Tabernacle, and you had your calendar from January. And that calendar came from my meeting with God from October to December, really from September. And then eventually, what God told me, I translated it into the calendar for you. And uh, you had, God said we should have this convocation last week. And somebody in our midst, we missed such convocation. So if everybody misses it, who will God speak to? God came, and of course he did. And you have had the testimony that even what he did here, by video, it arrested an armed robber to the place where the head of police in that bar, in that station, knelt down before Pastor Dapo and said, please pray for me. If in your church, the power of God can arrest armed robber, the armed robber is still shaking like that while it was before the police officer he couldn't stop shaking by the holy spirit i'm robber i'm robber i think he's the one that scared nigeria he entered cft church by force by fire listening to the tape i taught you thursday few days before he was arrested by the holy spirit You know, Pastor Dapter, he did with the neighbor opposite. And that neighbor said, what are you talking, Pastor? This is a big testimony. The whole nation should hear this. And I think it is. 
It's like the testimony of the woman of Samaria. It is a proven fact that God is in Amish. I had told you when I was preaching before with Pastor Ujo, as I was in the open air preaching, and Anne Robert came to steal a car of one of those who came to my meeting. And as I was preaching by the Holy Spirit, I said, I arrest you that robber in the name of Jesus. And he froze. And what that command has to do with my teaching. I'm teaching about that man Jesus. You know, I love him so much. And then I digress and I said, I arrest you that Anne Robert. And he froze. And the man, when I gave us that, they just saw a man with gun being pushed like that. Pastor Joe was in his crusade. He's still alive. You can ask. When they called Pastor Joe, he ran there and said, Who are you? Put your gun down. He said, he said, he said What do you want? He said, I want you. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. There are some people that Jesus will convert by force and fire. I will together now. If you were not there in those days, now God has done this for you to know that it is true. I will together. Therefore, those who seek me, the Lord Jesus said to the woman of Samaria, shall seek me in spirit and in truth. You know, we sing this song, I will have no other God, nor any other. So when the God calls, you must be there. You must see yourself as the one he has sent to. Because your labor for 20 years, a word from my mouth will solve it. It has. I was preaching in Lagos one day. I'm talking about operating in the power. And a woman who heard my message... After the meeting came to me, she was one of the visitors. She said, I want to see you. I said, okay. She said, please, sir, can we invite you, my husband and I, I invite you to our home? I said, why not? And they said they want me to come to their home for a dinner. All right. Prophet before me went. And people who invited them did not. He didn't, they don't go to people's homes without leaving something. So I went, and when I got there, the woman said to me, Do you know why I invited you, sir? After we have eaten. Because I asked at the beginning that, Why did you tell me to come to your house? She said, Let us eat, sir. I finished eating with her, and with uh, Pastor Dako was there, and others. And she said, Do you know why I invited you, sir? I said, Why? She said, I was a prostitute. I said, And so? But you are not a child of God, you are not a prostitute now, because you are a saint of God. She said, yes, I know that, sir. She said, when I was a prostitute, I took out my womb, so that I would not give birth for life. Because I thought I would die as a prostitute. I said, and so, he said, when my husband came to me, I told my husband that I have taken away, they've caught my womb, they removed my womb, I cannot have a child. I said, is that so? The man said, yes. And the man said, but I still married you. I don't care whether you have a child or not. And the woman said, yes, my husband doesn't care, but I feel to feel like a woman. I said, what do you mean by that? She said, I want a child. Okay. If I was a medical doctor, maybe I may begin to say, how could this be possible? 
But of course, I did biology, was one of my objects when I was in the school. And I understand what she was talking about. I'm not naive as to what is happening. And I know that Jesus gives sight to a man born blind. He did not have eyes in his head. And I know that Jesus can do anything. So I said to the woman, as Elisha did, by the time you see me next year, you will carry your baby in your hand. I said, you have touched something in God today. And she said, that's all I need, sir. I said, praise God. So let's go. Pastor Dapo, let's go. I was looking at me that, what is this man's name? And my overcomers night happened there every month. I went to Nigeria for overcomers night. And behold, the second year, she conceived immediately. And the second year, in my meeting, a woman ran out of the crowd carrying a boy. And I told her the name of the boy. You conceive a boy, and this will be the name of the boy. I saw the boy uh, playing around there. Without a womb, you will conceive. She came with a child. The whole place turned upside down. Do you know why? Talking about operating in the faith of Christ. That's what I will teach you when I come back. In the book of Mark chapter 5, if you look at the stories in Mark chapter 5, very interesting, the story of the madman of gathering, then he went further to the story of Jairus, who was a religious leader, you know, like a Christian who goes to church. Sometimes we get familiar with God because we know him. And people who do not know him will come to the same meeting and get miracles and Christians are screaming and getting up because he did not mix with the faith of Christ. And so while they were going, the man said his daughter is sick. And so while they were going to the house of the man to pray for the sick daughter, a woman on the way called the woman with the issue of blood. She said in her heart, I'm not worthy for this holy man to come under my roof. Really, I haven't got a roof. The fact is this. If I can touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. Jesus' kind of faith. First of all, believe in God. He shall be established. Second Chronicles 20, 20. Believe in the one God sent. It is he that God has assigned to make you prosper. So if you don't believe in him, you will just become and nothing will happen. If you, if you get to use with the one that God has sent over you, you don't understand God's divine principle. Your destiny is interlocked in the mouth of somebody. Yes. He said to one, you will not eat and die, though it's your last meal. He said, but now I've come into your food. He says, your food will never run out. And it was so. He said to the other one, who said they have come to take my children because I'm in death? He said, what do you have in your house? He said, a little verse of four. He said, okay, borrow empty bar. Four. If the woman was so familiar with Elisha, because they were friends, because she said, your friend, my husband. Although they were friends, but she recognized the unction upon Elisha, separate from friendship. And then, she got out of there. So 
So the woman recognized the unction and she touched the garment and she was healed. But now listen, as Jesus left there, the people came from Jesus's, they came from Jesus's, um, um, you know, at Jairus's house and said, don't worry the master, your daughter is dead. Go and read that story. Jesus always called dead sleep. John 11 to 11, 11 is the same thing. So when they came, Jesus said to the man, to the Jairus, the religious leader, don't listen to them. Your son and your daughter sleeps. And the people who came to tell him about the daughter's dead, they started laughing. Can you imagine people came to, to tell about a morning and they were saying with tears, you know, they know how to pretend. They have professional criers in Israel, like in some culture. And so Jesus said that the child is not dead, he sleeps. And they started laughing. That's the reason why when Jesus got to the room, to the house, he shut all the faithless out. Jesus is kind of faith. Don't pray prayer for agreement with somebody whose faith is less than your faith. Always go to people who have a greater faith than you. People who will not say to you that, oh, that situation is impossible. People who will see possibility, if you can ask for it, then it is possible. If you can say it, then God can do it. I would gather now. So Jesus shut them out so that they will not see the secret of the kingdom of God. But Jesus said that child sleeps. And when they got there, Jesus called the sleeping child to wake up. And the child became a living soul. Jesus kind of faith. The last one is John 11. When they told Jesus in John 11, chapter 1, and said that, you know, your friend Lazarus is very, very sick. And Jesus said, no problem. So they kept on. He said to them that, you know, yes, it's all right. We don't have to rush ourselves because that sickness will not result unto death. All right? You need to understand prophetic if you don't understand Jesus, you can't understand prophetic. Because prophetic will say something, and really what will happen eventually will be different. Okay? But let me tell you something. If you can hold on what was originally said, that which is prevailing will give way. Because what was said must end the matter. And so Jesus went away and said, let's go and enjoy ourselves. And while they were going, about a few days, Jesus now said, hey, guys, Lazarus sleeps. Oh, the other one said, let's go and wake him up. We don't have to worry. We just get there and wake him up. There are many Christians who are like that. They don't understand the word of faith. They cannot distinguish the word of faith. That's why sometimes when I flew in prophetic, it's, I, just, I have a pain in my heart that I, I hope people are understanding that I'm not the one speaking now. Because when the conjunction comes upon me, I know it. In my level with God now, relationship with God now, I know when unction comes, I know what the unction is for. I know what the unction is for. Let me tell you, I was preaching in CC, where Pastor Ajayi was born. Where is Pastor Ajayi now? Uh, Pastor Ajayi was born there. And I was preaching in his church. And uh, the Lord announced he was going to heal a crippled child. And they brought the crippled child. I said, put the child there. 
God said a girl that first night. And when they put the crippled child there, I was preaching on that man, Jesus, like I'm teaching you now. When they put the crippled there, an ignorant will jump on the situation. But the man of the Spirit does not move because Jesus said, I do what I see my father do. And I kept on preaching. When I walk away from the child, people would look at me. When I walk towards the child, they would look at the child. But as I was walking away at about 20 feet distance, the unction to heal came upon me. When the unction comes upon you, you will know what unction and you will know who is the recipient. This has nothing to do with a special person. It has to do with everybody who have relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the reason why I'm telling you. Those of you who are young, from the age of nine, I started serving God. In this church, you have children of eight, six serving God here. Yeah. So those of you who are older than that, you have no, no excuse. I was talking to the, uh, those who are teaching the children now, that I'm going to be setting exams for them on what they will teach my children. They must do exam and pass it before they can teach. Because one of the children came to the pulpit here some Sundays ago and told you summary of the book of Isaiah. That child never missed midweek's Bible study. And that child contributes in midweek Bible study. Can I tell a person who does not come to Bible study to come and teach a child like that? That child will teach that teacher. Oh yes, he will teach that teacher. I will have a lot of them in CFT. These are children who have no other father than me. I will together now. They are my spirits express. No contamination. They don't listen to anybody. If anybody says something different from apostle, they will say that that's a lie. They say because apostle said. That was the same boy who was causing trouble in his church, in his school. He would call all boys during their break, all students, and they would go to him and start preaching to them. To the extent that the, the, head, the head teacher had to call the mother that, please, your son is not letting other children eat. He's saying that apostles said, and all the children will go to him. And we have to, we have to intervene and call him and say that, apostle, calm down. <laughs> Let the other children eat during the break. So he asked the, the authority that, okay, this, you know, let me talk to, I, I told him that we will tell the authority, 15 minutes you will teach them. And the rest, they go and eat. And they told you, the, church, the school, the school agreed. So 15 minutes, all those children can't wait, but come to him. And he preached to them, CFT child. Listen to me, therefore. Believe in God. You will start believing his prophet. Jesus said that Lazarus, Lazarus sleeps. He said, let's go and wake him up. You, none of you must be in that level here. I would gather now. We are past that stage. So Jesus now said, for your sake, I will tell you a naked language, the language you hear. Lazarus is dead. Ah, let's go and die with him. That's the same thing. The man said that we are all dead men. <laughs> if Lazarus died, let all of us go and die. Jesus said, we are not going to die with him because I am the resurrection and the life. 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 The crippled child I was talking to you about. When I pointed my finger and said, rise up in the name of Jesus, the power of God threw that child up. By the third time I commanded from where I was, the child was crippled by polio, the leg grew and expanded, and the child ran, and the place turned upside down. It is faith. Faith. Somebody came that day with a crippled child and had ardent faith that that child must walk. Faith draws power. 
from anyone who carries it. That's why Paul said, Peter said to the, in Acts chapter 3 to the man in beautiful gate, look at us. So therefore, when Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus, twice he was met by the two Marys. If you were here, our brother would not have died. He said, no, and I'm here now. Can you understand that logic? If you were here, so they believed that Jesus could stop him from dying, but they did not believe that Jesus can raise him from the dead. They have seen Jesus raise the dead before, but this one is deader than dead. Four days thinking, smelling, maggots. That if you came early when it was still fresh, hallelujah somebody. There was somebody who died in my crusade, and I remember the, you know, one of the elders, bless his soul nice with the Lord Jesus. He was so educated, he was director of civil you know, whole ministry of works. He was trained in England at a very young age. His father was a pastor, so he had grace. You know, children of pastors always have grace. Anywhere they go, they just rise, 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 because they are father. Even those of them who don't believe, they rise. One of his brothers is one who signed Nigerian currency. You know, in the currency, pound selling, the person who signs it. In Nigerian Nara, the man who signs it. He was the son of Pastor Dio Dubanjo. And that man did not accept Jesus. But God still blessed him because of the faithfulness of the Father. So, that director said, this dead woman that doctor said is certified dead, if you will pray for her, pray for her before she crossed the river. That's what she said, he told me. He said, because they sing, We shall meet by the river. <laughs> a beautiful, a beautiful. He said, if they cross the river, you can't call them back. <laughs> I said to him, because you are an engineer, bridge. <laughs> the bridge construction you have been doing is what enter your head, sir. I said, nobody cross any river here. <laughs> I said, who told you that dead people cross river? They don't cross river. They just go to the bosom of Christ. Uh, so, because he doesn't believe really. He believes in Jesus, but he doesn't believe. He doubts miracles. So I said, let's keep on talking. So I talked them for another two hours so that the dead can really die well. Yes. It's because of people like him, God allowed that to happen. Because if God does not do miracle for sure. He does miracle because of an aim of getting the soul of a man. And that woman that day, after waiting and waiting and waiting for hours and stuff, they were saying, let's take him to take her to Joseph to get death certificate and all stuff. And when I heard the Lord say, stand up now and go and raise that woman. And I stood up and I said, let's go. When we got to where the corpse was, the Lord told me to do something that is strange, which is highly prophetic. How will I raise a woman certified dead? This is Dr. Stethoscope crying, mother crying, lifeless woman. The Lord said, stand over her body, let her be underneath, and bend your head under your knees and call her to rise up. And the Lord said, do not rise until she sits. Why would God say that? I don't know. Who was this woman? A witch. Who killed her? Deliverance ministers. Because they were 
holding her, pressing her until her her gallbladder busted. You know, deliverance minister believe that devil is here. Devil is here. They can use their hand to catch it. Yeah, they kill her. So when she died, both deliverance minister and the, they were all crying because they told her they can't go. They wrestled her to the ground and used their knees to hit her to the ground. That they do that a lot, all those wicked souls. How can you place your knee, a man's knee, on the chest of a woman, the belly of a woman, and press her to the ground while you are pressing the belly? The other ones are holding her hands and pressing her chest until she started vomiting and she vomited, she vomited bile. And then she began to convulse. And they are saying that this is a demon coming out until she gave up. Then they, remember, they recognized that it was life that came out. And when I commanded her in the name of Jesus, the first time nothing happened. And the director was looking at it. I commanded her the second time. The third time, her finger ticked. I commanded her again. The hand shook. Life came back. And she opened her eyes and she sneezed. And then she sat up. And then I, I stopped. I'm talking about Jesus' kind of faith. Now, including our city, it is. When I come back, we're going to be looking at various miracles that Jesus did. And I will show you the mind of Jesus Christ behind the miracle. And I will show you other human beings that have performed those miracles. And you see that they have the same mindset. The mind of you who want miracle is faith in the Lord and in the saints. It could be maybe your brother is praying for you. You have faith in that person. Don't just think it's your brother. In this case, he is carrying the mantle and the order to give you solution. And so it's no more your brother. He is a messenger. Once your mind changes from who he is to he truly is now, you will draw the power and miracle will happen. The faith that you who will minister healing needs is total belief in the one in whose name you pray. That you cannot doubt that he will not answer your words. That is the faith you need. So when you have those two faiths hit together, signs and wonders, creative miracles, you know, manifestation untold, it is like putting two negatives iron together and you see the spark or explosion and stuff like that you're connecting the negative and the positive yes you find the current coming up now i will leave you with this but let me say this to you this is your month of revelation and it will not bypass you can i call pastor Tao to come and take her off from place i hope you have been blessed I leave you in the hands of he that lives forever and ever.